Hey guys, it's Grow Mike Pan of the Binding Warrior Podcast. Today's your Finish Strong Friday episode of the week. Um, and to end this week, I want to discuss an event that happened to me earlier this week um, regarding an individual online, I won't say his name, uh, that took, uh, took issue with some of my stances on masculinity as it pertains to being an Asian American male, a Filipino American male. This individual was also, is also um, an Asian American male, um, and he took issue with my stance on masculinity because according to this individual, he believed that, and he believes, and I believe a lot of Asian American guys believe this too, um, there are systemic barriers preventing Asian American men from being viewed as masculine. And um, unfortunately in this country, for the longest time, and I would even argue up till this point now, there aren't many um, actors or people in the public eye, uh, Asian Americans specifically, Asian American men, who are considered masculine examples. There's not many of them. Growing up, I didn't really see a lot of Asian American uh, masculine role models on TV. I was fortunate to grow up in a neighborhood where all the <laughs> kuyas, my older brothers, right, quote unquote, my uh, the older male figures in my neighborhood, the Asian Americans and the Filipino Americans, tended to be pretty tough guys. I don't know what was in the water in New Jersey at the time, but Asian American guys, Filipino American guys um, uh, that were older than me in my neighborhood growing up, they just seemed to be tougher. And I can probably make a a different podcast on this, but I grew up with this image that Asian American guys were supposed to be tough. They were supposed to be manly. They were supposed to be strong because that's what I saw growing up where I grew up. Um, Now, this individual was saying that, again, there's, there's these systemic barriers holding Asian Americans back from becoming you know, uh, considered attractive partners to the opposite sex or, or manly or whatever because of what society has put on us. And we can't escape that. No matter how much I work out, no matter how much I pray, no matter how much I read or develop myself, I'll never be able to overcome that systemic barrier. So I want to tr- uh, kind of address that today. Um, and, it, you know, I understand where this guy is coming from. And I had this basically this online debate with this guy back and forth. And it became very clear to me that this guy was just stuck in this mindset. He was stuck in this victimhood mindset and he didn't know how to get out of it. And it didn't seem that no matter how many facts I threw at the dude and how many times I debated the guy with facts, with that, <laughs> he did not know how to counter it. And he just kept going, well, this is systemic. It's systemic. It's always holding us back. We can't overcome this. And you're, you're, you can't just pick yourself up by the bootstraps and so forth. So I want to address that today. I want to kind of address some of his points. Um, I took some notes on it and I want to address it in such a way that if you are an Asian American who holds this frankly weak victim based mindset, you can break out of it. Uh, one, I know where this guy's coming from. I want to make that very clear again, because I grew up not seeing a lot of Asian American males on TV on in movies, aside from like the martial arts heroes that I idolized growing up, obviously, um, that represented masculinity, at least in the Western sense. I understand that again, I was raised in a neighborhood in an environment that showed the opposite. Right. So I'm very blessed to have that, but I don't see that as much anymore. Right. The younger generation, I sound like an old man saying this, but the younger generation doesn't seem to be as masculine and embrace the concepts of masculinity, especially in the Asian American community, as much as I guess my older cousins and older brothers did right so um i understand where this guy's coming from so i empathize to a degree but let's talk about systemic barriers for a second now that's a big phrase right now systemic barriers systemic racism all these things i am not a sociologist i don't i may not have all of the facts i'm just going by my experience and the experience of my family all right um i'm not saying racism doesn't exist i'm not saying prejudice doesn't exist but to say that there is a systemic issue holding us back, we're basically taking the easy way out by saying that. There are issues in our past in this country, clearly, that were against us. But if you look now at 2020, 
there's nothing really holding us back. We've actually made a lot of strides. And I will be honest to say that if I look at the history of the Filipino American community and the Asian American community in this country, a hundred years ago, it wasn't very good. There were systemic barriers. You had laws in, for instance, in California, preventing a Filipino man from dating or marrying a white woman. It was illegal. Okay. That is certainly a systemic barrier. Do we have that today? No. And so we have that in our history, but we are carrying it on our backs as if we have it right now. And the fact of the matter is we don't have that. And there's no data to support that I, as a Filipino American male or Asian American male, cannot become a better man and impact my community in a positive way because of quote unquote systemic barriers. There's nothing showing that. And if you can show me that, if you can show me that I am um, irrational in believing that I can become a better man because of systemic barriers, then please show me. But up to this point, no one has been able to show it to me. Um, now, um, again, systemic barriers, talking about that. I got that out of the way. Um, now let's talk about picking yourself up by the bootstrap. This guy kept repeating this over and over to me. He's like, uh, I believe the, the thing he kept saying over and over and me, to me was, um, you can't simply just pick yourself up by the bootstraps because of these systemic barriers. You can work on yourself all that you want, but you will never bust out of where you want to be because of those systemic barriers. All right. I've already addressed systemic barriers. Frankly, don't hold weight. That phrase doesn't hold weight because, again, this guy did not even have any data to back this point up. And I asked him for it. He couldn't give it to me. All right. So, again, going back to my other point, if you can prove that to me, then I might listen. But unless you are showing me some, some hard facts and some hard data, I'm just seeing you as, frankly, a weak-minded person who doesn't want to take responsibility for their life. I said it. Okay. There is nothing holding me back from becoming a better man. There's nothing holding my son back from becoming a better man. Picking yourself up by the bootstraps is what makes this country great. Picking up yourself by the bootstraps is what made my father, my mother, my father-in-law, my mother-in-law, my older brothers, quote unquote, my, I don't, I'm the eldest in my family, but the, the kuyas in my community, it helped them become successful. There is a victim-based mindset in a lot of Asian American men for whatever reason, they want to take the easy way out. And I, again, I know people could argue that this is found in other communities as well. But Asian American men have a hard time with this. I feel that they have the hardest time. And I, maybe it's just because I'm speaking from the lens of an Asian American man who knows a lot of Asian American men who adopt this weak, cowardly mindset. The reason why they do is because, again, they don't have many examples. Unfortunately, the Asian American community, um, being raised by our parents, we, they cherished academics. I saw a lot of Asian American guys growing up that they valued uh, academic achievement and monetary achievement. In their cultures, that is what they considered valuable. I was very, very fortunate to grow up in a house where my mom and dad, they were, I mean, they, they're not perfect people, but my mom and dad, and I'm very grateful for this every day, they were probably the most rational Filipino parents anyone could ask for. <laughs> Again, I'm not saying they're perfect, but they're amazing parents because they never held grades over my head. They demanded that I did my absolute best in school, but my mom never made me feel bad for having a C or a B as long as I busted my butt doing it, right? Get, earning that grade. She made sure that I studied all the time, not simply to have success and monetary success, but because she wanted to see me become a better man from that. My father made sure that I wasn't a coward growing up. He made it very, very clear. I saw many instances of my father standing up to people and even having to get in people's faces to stand up for himself. So the idea of that passive Asian American guy, I didn't grow up with that. And I don't think we can grow up with that anymore if we're to succeed in this country. So 
again, I think it's important for us to realize that there is nothing holding us back from becoming better men. And unfortunately, a lot of Asian American guys go back to that excuse that because of the way society perceives us and the way our history is in this country, we can't overcome it. It's just not true. It's just not true. And if you can prove that to me, please do, but I don't see it. The truth is that we as Asian American men have a strength. And if you want a, an instance of strength, just look at your parents. I'm sure that whether you have a good relationship with your parents or not, they probably, if they were immigrant parents like myself, they probably have to start from the bottom and climb out of it. I had a really, my wife had a really cool discussion with her, uh, with her father, my father-in-law about how he had to come to this country with, he only had, fi- he only had $500 in his pocket. That's all he had, which isn't a lot of money, but he busted his butt and he climbed out of that. All right. The story of America is not one of oppression. There is oppression in our history, 100%. There's no one who can deny that. There's racism and xenophobia in our history. But if we're looking at our country as it is right now as I'm speaking, there really isn't anything holding you back other than your drive. And I think, and here's the, and here's the thing, I've, I've seen people of all races. I don't care what race it is. Okay, I've seen all people of all races, of all different socioeconomic backgrounds, fail and succeed. I have seen very, very successful, wealthy people of all colors rise up and have a ton of money and then lose it. And I've seen people who've come from nothing of all colors, who've even served jail time, who have failed in so many aspects of their life and risen from the ashes and succeeded. All right. And went the other way. All right. The skin color that you have, your ethnicity does not dictate your status in this country, unless you allow it to tell you tell that story. All right. So if you're an Asian American man listening to this, okay, you grew up with not many role models. Maybe your dad wasn't very masculine. Maybe you didn't have a dad at all. Okay. But you got to look at yourself in the mirror. I'm talking to the Asian American guys here. Okay. My fellow Asian Americans, my fellow Filipino Americans, men act like men. All right. And again, going back to my previous statement about the bootstraps concept, this individual, uh, had uh, an issue with me telling guys to pick themselves up if they fell down and try to develop themselves into be better men. Um, I'm not a perfect man. I'm working on myself every single day. But I'll tell you, there is great value in picking yourself up by the bootstraps. <laughs> There's great value in overcoming struggle and making right decisions and growing it to become a better person, a better man. There are, there are very powerful virtues that you develop overcoming your, lim- your self-perceived limitations, as well as limitations that others may perceive on you or put on you. There is a great amount of virtue that you develop from that. So even though I wasn't saying that, I wasn't telling people to pick themselves up by the bootstraps simply, and it was that simple. I told this gentleman very simply, it's not easy, but it can be done. And I know enough people in my life that dictate that it can be done. We have to remember that the only thing that's holding us back as Asian American men from becoming attractive, strong, confident is us. That's it. And I've had many conversations with my wife and, you know, very transparent conversations with my wife. And I'm very, very blessed that she was honest with me. She said, you know, growing up, she never wanted to date Asian uh, Asian American guys because she didn't see them as masculine. And a lot of guys would hear that and say, well, see, that's the system. No, no, no. That's not the system, fellas. That's the truth. Because when I look around me, how many Asian American guys do I know have strength of character, strength of body, strength of mind, strength of soul? How many? I can't, I, I don't see many of them. Um, not around me in my vicinity all the time. 
right? I see some guys who are incredibly virtuous men, righteous, good family men that frankly are not physically capable of protecting their families. And I see Asian men who are totally physically capable of protecting their families, but they're weak on the moral side, right? We want to achieve a balance, right? And again, there's nothing holding us back from achieving greatness in all those areas. Excellence in our fitness, excellence in our faith, excellence in our martial training, perhaps, excellence in our mindset. There's nothing holding us back from that. So to this individual that wrote to me, and all the Asian American guys out there who feel that they can't get ahead because of quote unquote systemic barriers or the way the country perceives us or the American culture perceives us and that we'll never escape that. Here's how we make that change. It starts with the guy in the mirror. It starts with the individual looking back at you in the mirror. It starts with you. It starts with me. If we're to make an effect on our community in a positive way and change the perception of Asian American masculinity in this country, we need to make sure that we stand up and look at ourselves in the mirror and say, listen, I'm in charge of my body. I'm in charge of my thoughts. I'm in charge of my life. If I can make myself strong in all those areas, I can impact people better. I'm more capable. I'm more knowledgeable. And I'm more resilient. And again, that's something that we as Asian American men need. So um, I know this has been much longer than my <laughs> typical Finish Strong Friday episodes, but for all my fellow Filipino American men, for all my fellow Asian American men, man up. All right. And let's get through this together. All right, guys, I hope this inspired you. Take care. God bless and be the hero in your life.